Obsessive Comic Disorder. I'm Gene DeWeber. My guest today is Rochelle Cochran. How are you doing, Rochelle? I'm doing so good today, Gene. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm, I've, uh, you're you're someone I've been wanting to get on for a little while, so yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm delighted. Are we allowed to cuss in this? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, just give them all out. How many cuss words do you want to say? Hell yeah, man. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Bastard. Um, cocksucker. You know, that's, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Ass face. Ass face. That's my favorite. I like that. Okay. Ass face. Um, dickweed. That's a classic, you know. Um. <laughs> cool. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> yeah, this is a good time. <laughs> so, yeah, you're doing pretty well. Um, little late start today. Yes. Little late start today. Um, not because of what you would think. I'm actually doing Sober October, so oh. not hungover. My sister came up randomly okay. with my niece and surprised me. And she's like, hey, I'm a dockside getting breakfast. Come hang out. And so I grabbed a couple French toast pieces with them. Mm-hmm. And um, the Portland Marathon is also today, so that's been fun. Yeah, okay. So, luckily, I am not working until tonight, because that's... (laughs) Like, yesterday, I I decided not to work the lunch rush just because the Women's March was going. I was like, I don't want to get blocked by that or block them. It's a busy weekend for downtown. Yeah. Well, it's always a busy weekend for downtown. There's always, like, stuff like bike. Um, Those are... I hate those the most, honestly, (laughs) the bikes, because, like, they block full-on streets. They do. The, I, the bikes are the worst. I had to drive during the naked uh, run or whatever. The naked, the naked bike, bike ride. ride. Naked oh bike God. ride. That was fun. And the best part was I tried to get around them because I needed to get through a street because they were all in division in Portland. And I got stuck on the street the opposite direction that they were coming. So I just kept on like hiding my face because I was like, I don't want to look like a pervert. <laughs> I'm not gonna just. So I'm just not gonna just like, like be wide-eyed like a little Christian boy and be like, ah, <laughs> I've never seen these things before. Mommy, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> I feel weird in my my peepee. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad you got home safe. Yeah. That day. I, yeah. yeah, I did. I I luckily I would literally I I had to cancel that order too. I had to like turn around the other way and go. <sighs> Luckily, Portland is a maze, <laughs> so I was able to turn around and just, like, go a different direction and get to downtown, so. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. I, I've been driving for a while now, like, doing deliveries and stuff, so, like, I've definitely gotten more used to. Fuck yeah. Are, so, did you grow up in Portland? I actually grew up in Vernonia. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's yeah. a beautiful part of the state. It I is love a Vernonia. terrible part of the state. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been back since. Actually, that's not true. I went back a couple times. They had this like jamboree thing they do every year. They have yeah. a garlic festival out there, too, right? Am I making that up? Uh, they might. They I moved th- out in 2007, gotcha. so that could oh, have started wow. later. 
I feel like that's something that started later. It's on my bucket list. It's on your bucket list? Yeah. Every time okay. I drive by it, they, I always see signs well, for the garlic festival. You could also go there and uh, visit Diana Potter. Yes. She lives out there, which sure. apparently she, um, I don't know if she does, but my her husband knew my dad. Because my dad used to, well, yeah, he had a little business where he would recycle metal. So he was like, <laughs> he was like the fourth man because like he would start, he would pick up, people would drop off metal with him and then he'd take it to like recycling place. Oh, wow. And, yeah. I, I mean, I assume it's a small town. Maybe everybody knows everybody over there. How big is Vernonia? Uh, there's about 2,000 people. Oh, my god! So there was 2,200 when I lived there. I feel like more people have moved out since it's flooded a couple times. Ooh, that's right. Th- so 96 and then 2007. I'm surprised 2017 didn't have something. Just like it seems like every 10 years. Right? Yeah. Um, no shit. But they had uh, FEMA camps. 2007. Wow. Yeah, it was... Uh, I had just moved out, too. Wow. Yeah, I moved there. I moved to Port Veronia when I was about one years old, and uh, I lived there until I was 18. Wow. And eventually, my parents got sick of me because I was just not having it anymore with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Are yeah, they still so in Veronia, your parents? Uh, no, they're on Cla- uh, Classic and I, but they're actually talking about moving over to Nashville. Oh, what? Yeah. Well, so my sister... So... <laughs> Unfortunately, I have a few siblings and they deny this. <laughs> they have they deny this as much as possible, but like it's they definitely went on the wrong side during the the last administration, I feel like. Ew. Yeah. It sucks because they were the ones I hung out with the most of my family mm. because they were always like within vicinity, they were always the closest cuz I had one brother who lived down Rainier, I had another brother who lived out and he's actually he lived out right near as well. He lived out in Klaskenai and then he just moved mm. to Washington, like right kind of just right outside of Oregon, basically. Gotcha. But very small town. I don't know, or not even town. He just lives in his in what it says a town, but it's really just a, a general area, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, like a tiny village. Yeah. So what was what I was saying before though is I moved out luckily right before the flood in 2007. In wow. fact, I remember seeing, I was actually like curious if my parents were okay at the time, which they were because they moved, they ended up moving to a higher elevation when they, after the first flood. That's smart. That's good thinking. Yeah. And Great so my, the thing that probably was the worst is my dad had a scrap yard over in, <laughs> that was the loudest I'm I've sorry. ever heard. I'm scratching no, my eye. It's funny. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was like a cartoon. Um, <laughs> It actually was. <laughs> yeah. So wow. yeah, he had a, like a scrapyard that was more within the area, but apparently it was fine. So wow, you have a big family. You've got four siblings. Oh, I've got to say, I'm the youngest of six, so I've got oh, five siblings. My gosh. Yeah. And then on top of that, my parents were like, "Yeah, we didn't have enough kids, apparently." So uh, my brother um, made a friend back when he was like nine years old, uh, and he eventually just became part of the family. Wow. Because he had a single dad, and so, like, he he didn't really know his mom at the time, and he just started hanging out at our house all the time. And now he comes to, like, every family event and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. That's really sweet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Catholic? No. Mormon? No? Did Pentecostal. Use... Okay. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, wow. sure, sure. 
I haven't been to church in like two years, but you know. Uh, wow. So it's kind of fresh for you then, though. Two years? Yes. It's not that long ago. Yeah. First, uh, it might be three years actually now, because last year doesn't feel like a year. Right. Um, no, it's been three years. So yeah, first 29 years of my life, I went to church. Wow. Yeah. You and I are very, very similar. Oldest yeah. of six. And it's okay. also been almost two and a half years since I stopped going to church. Yeah, we're uh, he, us heathens and yep. uh, we're just being bad examples. Especially yes. if any, especially like I have a ridiculous amount of nephews and nieces. I bet. How many do you have any? I only have th- three. I only have three right now. You are lucky. <laughs> See, because like three, you can give them all attention. It's true. It's when it was like, I didn't, I actually was really excited to be an uncle at first because the first one was like 2008. And so, yeah, he's like 13 now, which is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Time goes by quick. Um, So, (laughs) so... I don't know. I'm laughing about that. Uh, it's, it's like that nervous laugh. I was like, I'm dying slowly. <laughs> yeah, I'm so old. <laughs> I, I uh, So speaking of that, the fun thing is, is the oldest person next to me at this house is like 23, 24 years old. So I'm living with a bunch of kids, basically. Oh, wow. And there was there's a 20 year old girl that lives here. And she was talking about how I, she was watching the emperor's new groove. And she was talking about how, Oh my gosh, that was, it came out 21 years ago. And I'm like, shut the fuck. It did. Up. Yeah. It came out 2000. And, but she's like, I feel so old. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Was she, was she even born when it no, came out? No, She wasn't. I had this, I had this moment. One of my favorite movies is the movie. You ever seen Stardust? I fucking love Stardust. It's, it's so my good. top five favorite movies. I'm not even kidding. The soundtrack to that is so good. It's so good. It's just a great movie. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh mm-hmm. my God. I, yeah, I can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> Claire Danes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Great she's, film. She's. I've always thought she was hot, but like in a weirdly unconventional way. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Kind yeah. of like a girl next door kind of vibe thing. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. definitely... She, <laughs> She has a little bit of a. I'm trying to think. Like, there's, there's definitely like a, a more like quieter animal that she reminds me of for some reason. <laughs> like, I don't know that's weird. Well, like everybody always like compare. Ever since like Lion King, everybody anthropomorphizes like animals. Anyways, actually, I think it was actually Robin Hood Disney movie. It was like the big first oh. really one. But thanks to Disney, now everybody thinks that dogs are people. Um, <laughs> they're not. Your your fur baby is a lie. Um, you wow, these are these are strong words to say. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I I just I believe that uh, if you didn't give birth to the the thing itself, you're you're only you're not even really that much. You're not really a parent. <laughs> You're like a, wow. you're like a, you're like a foster parent. I'm best. Like wow. even if, even if you like, <laughs> this is controversial. Funny. It's funny because I'm saying this, but like one of my nephews is uh, adopted, and like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I just, I, I'm just very instigative. <laughs> uh, you are stirring some pots right now. Stirring some pots. Yeah, <laughs> I just. <laughs> I, I've always been weird like that because, like, I remember someone was like, told me when I was a kid, they said a car was beautiful. I'm like, it's it's aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> I wouldn't say beautiful. <laughs> it's just a bunch of metal and a and like different shapes depending on when it was made. But <clears throat> you're not a car guy. Not really. I 
I have I've had a couple cars and I'm really rough on them. Mm. And I just I mean, I'm rough on them. I say that, but only a couple times have I actually like done anything myself. I've been hit by multiple people because Portland I like to say they just really wanted to tap that bumper. You know? Just <laughs> like looking at me. Part. They just want to tap that bumper. You know, they're just <laughs> Portlanders are just like magnetically attracted to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, but they don't show it on the dating apps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what year did Stardust come out? I'm afraid to ask. 2007. Oh, my God. And that was the other thing. I was like, since she was born, this my roommate was born in 2001. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking shit. Um, I was like, you were six years old when that movie came wow. out. Wow. I remember watching that movie in the theater. I did, too. In high school. Yeah. That was actually the first movie I ever went to by myself. No, I just yeah. got chills. That's really sweet. Yeah. Well, so, like, I, I, I've always, at the time, I've always been a really big fan of Neil Gaiman, and mm. he's the he's the author of the book. Oh. So, he did, like, um, the, he also did Coraline. And, <gasps> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I need yeah. to read, I need to read Stardust. It's, uh, I would recommend, so there's two versions. There's actually one, um, per, it was originally an illustrated novel released by DC Comics, actually. What? Yeah. And then, and then later on he decided because it was very descriptive, I think he had a little bit of description, but he, he released a, um, like a novel, but I would recommend just cause that's gorgeous artwork in it. <sighs> you can find it for like 15, 20 bucks, depending on where you get it. So. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm definitely gonna check that it's out. That's awesome. Not, it's not like a thirty, forty, fifty dollar book, so you're fine. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a yeah. baller on a budget, so yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, I should be. <laughs> it's it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. Yeah, looking at my shelf, I had um, Jeremy Cox on, and he. I don't. You probably met him because he's been to a few of your shows and stuff like that. But he's yes, yes. Kind of taller guy, red hair. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So he actually is a colorist for DC Comics. No yeah. shit. Yeah, and he's been doing like comedy as a hobby for like twenty ish years. Wow. He said he started in two thousand three. But it's one of those things that because he has a like a full time job that takes a lot of time, he hasn't really been able to do it. But right. he was like, he looked at my shelf. He's like, you have really expensive tastes. They look spendy, <laughs> um, um, especially the hard covers. Yes, yes. Like I can only imagine how much the last man was. Uh, I can barely I lift think it. I spent like a hundred bucks on that one. <sighs> but it's also very. It's thicker paper than like a standard book. It's a nice hardcover. It's gonna stay in good condition for longer than like a lot of these paperbacks I have. And a lot of the paperbacks I have, I mostly have because either they hadn't at the time that I got them released hardcovers mm. or the hardcovers are out of print or what have you, or I just, you know, I, it was more of like, I hadn't read this one. Mm -hmm. And you, all the ones I get in hardcover for the most part, I've already read. Oh, wow. Or I found them on sale for really cheap, or they were only in hardcover. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've gone over this in previous episodes, and I'm sorry, but I'm curious. That's how good. old were you when you read your first comic? That's a good question. I want to say... 10? Wow. And is that when the, it was, the love was found? No, because those comics were these really terrible <laughs> Christian comics from the 70s. Oh, what? Yeah. So I always say in my first comic, I never say actually my first comic. I think my first comic was like there was a, I don't remember which one was probably the first, but they were these like, a lot of them looked kind of like artistically like a 
mixture of like they look like they look like Miami Vice the comic basically, oh and they're God. yeah because they were all done during the seventies, which Miami Vice was in the eighties, but still you know they look like the, those seven those classic seventies shows like mm-hmm. yeah I don't I, I see this now I don't I wasn't alive then so I'm trying to like remember the timeline of these things but like yeah so <laughs> and they were always like weird there would be like people on like action like action scenes and then all of a sudden at the end it would have a prayer to read or something like that stop it is, oh my god was, so there, was my, there a moral lesson in each oh comic yeah, like there was supposed to be a moral lesson the takeaway. funniest part was the funniest one for me though was they had adam and eve and because they were afraid to depict nudity because it was a you mm-hmm. know christian comic mm-hmm. that kids could read um <laughs> you know as long as it's not like pornographic i think nudity is fine whatever mm-hmm. age you know mm-hmm. um Everybody's seen their parents naked at one time, I'm sure. Yeah, it was yeah. not. It was not a great time. No, yeah. I. I mean, we we were poor, so I used to take showers with my dad when I was like really oh, little. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, whatever. That was weird though, because like if I couldn't sleep, sometimes I'd, I'd like. So my parents were always in a argument, but it was very interesting mm. because my dad had a lot of the traits that normally people associate when you're looking at like very classic you know husband and wife thing had a lot of the more wife traits even though he was he was the one who made money and stuff like that gotcha and my mom was always grumpy mm. <laughs> so he would sleep in the bed my mom would sleep on the couch and it was her decision maybe she just liked sleeping <laughs> on the couch i don't know but like anytime they got an argument and i think it was because he had to work like super early in the morning or something so she was you know gotcha loving in her own way um mm. So, so I think it, the I used to like, you know, when I would get tired, when I would freak out or something, and I think I did that until I was 14 years old. So Aww. I was like, yeah, like very connected to my parents. Oh, that's yeah. really sweet. And then one day I was like, this is weird. <laughs> to this day, though, I am the kind of person that if I'm sleeping with someone, I can't help but just cuddle unintentionally. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. That's are you your big spin then? I, I I don't mind either way. Yeah. But I oftentimes am the, am the big spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just. Me too. I like the. It's it's funny because uh, back in 2016, I took a trip down with my cousin to California just because I had never been. And went down to LA. We would stop at a couple places. But so we had an Airbnb and I kept on waking up because I started I kept on starting to cuddle him. <laughs> What you don't see right now is uh, Rochelle keeps on doing that thing where she's just like my, my hands over my heart. I just think that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very well, sweet. You know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to still capture my youth, like the young youth, like mm-hmm. the purity of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's nothing, that's yeah. great. A lot of people are. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> so, well, yeah. you're lucky. When I was scared, I had to sleep on the floor in my parents' room. Uh, the did sixth you, sense really fucked me up. Did you ever? Oh wow! Uh, so, <laughs> did you ever accidentally catch your parents like sleep like fucking while you were in the room? Uh, fortunately, no, I did I, not. <laughs> I had a friend who told me a while back that he used to he was at a place where they were in like a studio or something for a short period of time with his parents and they were it's funny as his dad was a pastor but he would sleep underneath their bed and they would be like rocking every once in a while oh man (laughs) oh man i don't think i ever so my parents were smart they would lock the door that's yep that's yeah good good move 
I'm pretty sure I interrupted them a few times, but like, you know, <laughs> I never saw it happen. I never saw the, you know. I mean, with you said you have six kids with six kids, like they're bound to be interrupted. At There's some point. yeah. What's funny is the first uh, na- naked person, I s- naked like uh, person of the opposite sex was my sister was not very restrained. And there was one time my mom, I'm sure I saw something before this, but the one that really stood out was my mom was knocking on the door because she was very invasive with her privacy in the shower. And my sister just <laughs> opens the door completely naked, no tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was when I was like 12 years old. So it was very confusing for a little bit for me. <laughs> Wow. Exciting times <laughs> at the Wilbur household. Well, it's like you don't you have to expect stuff like that. Yeah. You have to expect that things are going to be closer with family. With yeah. That. I mean, with that many people living in a house, uh, there really was no privacy. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's fascinating and was kind of nice, but also not was because I was the youngest of my siblings by about five years. Oh, wow. So maybe a little longer, but not very much. Um, I was I have a little bit of only child syndrome because mm. when I was about 12 or 13, all of them had moved they out. They were gone? Yeah. So, <laughs> and even then, what my sister that was like the closest in age to me, she would go out to, like, we live in Vernonia, but she would go out to like Hillsboro or Beaverton to mm. hang out with my So, she basically moved out. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So you you said you have no privacy. Do you is it so no. I'm curious what's the dynamic of a of like of uh siblings and brothers, sisters. Yeah, there's five girls and there's one boy and Poor he's guy. the baby. He's Poor fine. He's, he's fine. everything he's my fine. mom he's... ever wanted. <laughs> um I, they sobbed after him. I primarily was my brothers were never really around, so I primarily was raised by my sisters. Mm. So you know, there's certain things that like when I'm in a relationship, it's more understanding. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. But there's other things where I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not as empathetic a lot of times as I should be. <laughs> Because I'm just like, yeah, that's just the thing. That just happens. It's just, it's just, it's just life, man. What can you do about it? That's funny. Yeah. It's, oh man. I was telling someone, it's like I, I very much notice women, but like I, the allure isn't there all the time. Because <laughs> it's like I've seen a lot. In my I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, though, because I still am the kind of person because I I go through long spurts of just singleness. Mm -hmm. So I I catch feelings way too quickly, like way too big. Mm. So like I say that. But as soon as I find like a girl that I really am interested, it just completely it just ruins my life. (laughs) Like, Like, and it's because like I still because I was a Christian for so long, Mm. I didn't have a lot of like physical as much Mm -hmm. when I was in relationships. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid to because I'm like, oh, God, is is God going to hate me for this or something like that? You know, like very. Yeah. Dude, religion. Religion is so fun. Are you still practicing? No. Yeah. No, I I don't really even believe anymore. Mm. Um, Are you? Are you? Hello? God. Uh. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not a practicing Catholic anymore. That's, yeah. Um, but I, I do believe there's something, something, something yeah. behind it all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against the idea of something existing. I just don't think it's the thing that I thought of as a kid. Yeah, I organized religion. 
I don't think it's going to be a, a place in my life anymore, but... Um. It's, it's fascinating because a lot of even like Christians and other religions are starting to deviate away from the traditional religion, mm-hmm. which, which I appreciate mm-hmm. because it allows people to be freer thinkers within that. Yes, absolutely. Because um. I went from going to churches where like the concept of gay people was very like, you know, they're going to hell, blah, yeah. blah, blah, to like... You know, oh, we're really, yeah, too. Like, I went to a church where the pastor was like, we're so sorry. If there's anyone in the crowd right now that's gay, like, we're so sorry how you've been treated and all this stuff. Wait, wait, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went to a very, like, a pretty decently progressive church one. Yeah, that's real progressive. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure they still had some not so progressive ideas, but they were at least like, you know, you're people. Let's treat you like people. That that sounds good to me. That makes sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. They probably still have that passive aggressiveness and like they're still going to hell, but I got to treat them right. (laughs) Yeah. My whole family thinks I'm going to hell. You know what? That's fine. All my favorite people went to hell, I'm sure. Yeah. If it exists. I don't think it exists. I, you know, I'm starting to question if it does too. Yeah. Um, Just, uh, just. Be a good person. Don't be a dick, and yeah, yeah. think you're think you're set. I, I'm actually. This is if there's anything that makes sense to me, it's the concept of uh, weirdly enough, uh, like uh, reincarnation. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I think mm-hmm. it. I I think it's more traditional for like. I don't think it's like people turn into animals as much as like people turn into other people though. Because I've yes. had like. I've had weird dreams. I've had like. One of my first memory, one of, when I was really young, I just had this weird self-awareness. I'm like, this doesn't feel like the first time I've done this. Whoa, kind of like a deja vu kind of thing? Yeah, and I'm one of those people, I don't know if it's an, uh, so if it's, I just have an active memory or or an active imagination, mm-hmm. or if it's actually my memory, but there's things that I remember from when I was two. Whoa. And maybe even younger. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's. Really weird. That is weird. It does not feel normal to huh. me. Yeah. Well, because my mom was telling me, and she's like, "When I, so I've been told all my life that I have allergy to penicillin, which kind of mm. sucks. Mm-hmm. If certain things happen, that kind of sucks. I don't think it's. I, I think that it might have changed. I'm gonna go try to do that thing where you go to a doctor and they check your allergies and see what you're actually still allergic That's to. That's so funny you mentioned that. I also think I have an allergy to penicillin. Oh, that's fine. Do you ever get rashes? If you I yeah, well, supposedly I got hives when I took it for my walking pneumonia or whatever. Oh, but, fun. But uh, they yeah, say that it's like a people think they're allergic, but really it's really rare to be allergic. To yeah. Well, a lot of times. So my brother was telling me that my mom thought he was allergic to it, but turns out she just had a perfume that would give him hives. Oh my god. <laughs> my mom wore, like, old lady perfume, too, when I was like, growing up. It's really funny. Um, like, it was always that weirdly, like, Oh, man. Like, too sweet smell, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. She also, like, she was, she was an interesting person because my dad, one time back in, I think, the 80s or, or maybe even the 70s, told her that he liked her hair and she never changed it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel so bad because I'm sure that he was like, she could do other things. Like, go for it, you know? <laughs> oh man oh, yeah. that's kind of sweet you know? it's kind of sweet you know, in, a way. in a morbid sense yeah um, yeah is your mom's hair the same still uh. no she she's she's changed it gotcha but i okay. think she's okay. she's also just kind of she's come a little bit more into her own but she's definitely a late bloomer gotcha i mean as long as you you bloom eventually right? yeah i don't think she ever had well fully mm-hmm. unfortunately um 
but it happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's also one of those people that re- that thinks that she needs to rely on other people to have experiences, which kind of sucks. Oh. She's talked about how she's wanted to travel and stuff like that, but she's also like, well, your dad, she never learned to drive. She never, yeah. No shit. Yeah. So like, like right, right to, now your mom doesn't know how to drive? No. Wow. And she's almost 70 now, so. Wow. So it's probably not happening. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen, which honestly now I'm probably glad because she's got a, quite a temper on her. Oh uh, my so. God. So growing up, your dad drove you guys around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. the best part. So I was telling, I was also talking to my, uh, to my brother recently. I, I'm pretty good, have good communication with my siblings for the most part, That's especially awesome. recently since the pandemic. I've been calling them every once in a while. That's really great, Gene. Yeah. So I was talking to my brother and he, we were talking about the fact that my mom, because she didn't drive, didn't understand how like gas and stuff like that, like how much gas things would take. And she would have my dad when they went grocery shopping. They were always going to town because there was a grocery store where we lived, but it was pretty damn expensive. Mm-hmm. because It was the only one in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was we were talking about how she would have him go all these places because things were cheaper. You know, she would have a coupon for something, oh, but it yeah. was not. It, they might as well just went to one place and then drove home because it was it would have been better off. Because of how far away it Yeah, was. well, because he would drive. She would have him drive all the way to, like, sometimes not quite Berlin, but, like, Beaverton. And then all of a sudden to Cla- Clackamas. Or not oh, Clackamas. Um, Cornelius. Oh, wow. Which is, like, all the way. I mean, it's closer to Vernonia. But, yeah. yeah, still. It was just this concept of, like, yeah, she would just check the paper. She was very much of a coupon person. Wow. Um, but the problem was is that uh, it didn't help. Because they still spent it too much It defeated the purpose yeah. of all that driving. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, God bless your dad for doing it anyways, I yeah. guess. Yeah. He's a, he's a saint in a lot of ways. Wow. So, yeah. That's wild. I, I love my mom, but I can also realize that she's got a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. Uh, likewise, the older we get, the more we realize our parents are just humans with flaws, yes. too. Yeah. You know? And, and now then, we're trying to forgive everything that they've done to us as children. And then there's the glory of finding out you have, if they have a mental illness, you might also have the mental illness. Yes. Um, yes. Like, I'm bipolar. And mm. I found out this last year I was bipolar. I'm bipolar. I take mood stabilizers. Good so for you, Gene. You just found out this last year. Last year. Wow, yeah. man. Uh, thanks, thanks to OHP. OHP, baby. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. It's it sucks that not everybody can get it because it's so, especially for mental health. It really, Dude, it's really important. Fuck this country and yeah, it's, it's fucked how up. hard it is to get anything done when so, it comes to your health. So I found that out, and my mom has never been diagnosed, but based off of the way her mood will shift and stuff like that mm. it's it's pretty obvious which I've, which once again i can't imagine anyone having to deal with someone too long with undiagnosed no kidding <laughs> wow because she would go from like very polite and happy to like the angriest i've ever seen a person be wow yeah. <laughs> wow so yeah. as a kid you had to learn how to basically deal with all that oh yeah you don't know what you're gonna get next and i have a joke because i'm definitely nervous laughter laughter a lot of times and i have a joke about how i think my mom was comedian because i would laugh when she spanked me which would just make her spank me harder (laughs) (laughs) oh my god gene Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad about laughing at that one. It's kind of dark. That's that's like most. Of, you've had me on, on mm-hmm. your show a couple of times. I, I have, have a pretty dark have, sense of humor. You do, so. you do, Jane. Yeah, I just want to give you a hug after. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I do get the laughs. From you, do, yeah. you do. Yeah. You do. You do. So it's, Damn. yeah. Well, that's, that's hard. And your parents are still together, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, over 50 years. Cause my dad was 19 and my mom was 20. Can you imagine getting married like, that young? No. Dude, you don't know who I'm the fuck you are, I'm 32 and I'm still not sure. Yeah. You know, like if I want to get married. Yeah. I, I made a joke last night on Facebook about how if I found out I was sterile, I wouldn't think that's the worst thing that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I had a lot of guys be like, yeah, if that happened, that's like God's way of getting a vasectomy, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I guess it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you're not sterile. Oh, oh. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I think you'd be a great dad one day if you wanted well, thank to. Thank you. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I think if you got I, a lot of love to give. If I was, if I w- decided I wanted to have kids and I couldn't, I'm not against the idea of like adopting and stuff like There's that. There's a lot of me, a lot of kids out there. It took me a long time to get there, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely at a point. You know, as much as I say that, you know, and not, like, can you imagine this fucking comic book collection? Like, luckiest kid <laughs> ever, man. Forget about the TV. Yeah. I just, the problem is I'm very obsessive compulsive, so I probably want them to let them touch it until they're like 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or at least like old enough to respect things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be the first dad who has a lot of comics, though. Yeah. Especially nowadays. <clears throat> no. No, you wouldn't. You're right. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of feel bad when it comes to, I feel like that's one of those male privileges things because dads have been a more... It's been more okay for dads to be nerdy for a long time than moms, mm, I think. Yeah, that's fair. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, in a side concept, we're like different, like, you know, girls when they're young and pushed on for like dolls and guys mm-hmm. like superheroes and right. all that stuff. So, right. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. The <laughs> only comics I read growing up were like the Sunday funnies. I freaking loved them. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's, that's, that's how I started <clears throat> with Sunday funnies. Mm-hmm. I really liked uh, Foxtrot was one that oh was really good. I really yes. used Calvin and Hobbes, and I love Calvin and Hobbes, but like, I yeah, you didn't really get Calvin and Hobbes. Like Garfield a lot. Garfield, um, well, Calvin and Hobbes ended in like ninety one, mm. so it's it was it was in syndication <clears throat> for a long time. Same thing with Beetle Bailey. Like Beetle Bailey, I oh think is God. still in syndication, and that's from the the forties. <clears throat> And like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it went to like the 60s or something like that. Wow. I mean, MASH is basically Beetle Bailey, oh. which is also a old thing. Wow. <laughs> God, that's wild. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get into the comic that we yeah. read. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, first comic I've ever read. I loved it. Yeah. It's called um, Ultra Seven Days by um, the Luna Brothers. I don't remember their actual names. I think it's like, yeah, I know that they're Asian. I'm not sure. I don't want to miss, uh, like, race someone. So I'm not going to say what what country their uh, ancestors were from. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> so, but it is, so you said you really liked this. You had a lot of fun reading it. I until, really enjoyed it. Until you thought a character died. <laughs> and then I had to show you before the episode that that wasn't the case. Yeah. You, like, skimmed through the last, like, issue and a half. I did. I stopped reading it <laughs> after my favorite character died. I was really upset by it because I was, you know, she, yeah, I don't, do you get into it from the very beginning? Uh, we can. Or do we jump so, around? So for a while, I was really like focusing on everything that happened. But mm. in this case, 
it's fine to talk about sort of how, you know, what you thought about it, mm-hmm. what what parts of the story really mm-hmm. resonated with you, things mm-hmm. like that. So we don't have to get into like I had a few episodes and I listened to them like it's fine. But we literally talked about the entire plot line from beginning to end. And that's just gotcha. repetitive. <laughs> um, yeah, I I loved it um, from beginning to when to when Jen died. Or so I thought. Yeah. She she died. She did um, not. She did not. Uh, yeah. I I it did remind me. You mentioned the um, the comparison to Sex in the City. And yeah. There's definitely every a lot each of character definitely has a reminiscent. Although there's only three women instead of four. Right. Yeah. Yes. And I sh- do not know why I know anything about Sex in the City. <laughs> I think mostly because when I, I used to work at Target and it was right when they started airing the edited versions oh. of the show on like TBS and stuff like that. So people would turn it on and I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm not hanging out in the break room today. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against uh, Sex in the City. It's no, just no, no. I mean, truth be told, I've only seen the movies. I've actually never watched the show either, but I know Samantha would be Olivia in this case, right? The one who likes to do the sex all the time. And sure, I literally I know I've heard the names, but I actually don't even know which character. Okay, good. Well, is that that that, that, um, what is her name? Uh, that's not. Is it the? Oh my gosh! What is it? Was it the woman? The the girl who was in Porky's? Of all things, that's the one thing that, for some reason, like a movie that has not aged well. You know, I haven't seen Porky's. <laughs> you, it's fine. <laughs> I would, especially nowadays. the The thing that, like, re- the part that stands out in the movie that's like everybody thinks about with Porky's, because in the movie, Porky's is actually the name of like a strip club mm. or like a bar or something like that. But it also is like sort of double entendre because there's a part in the movie where a guy. Is <laughs> he's he's watching girls in the lo- like in like in the locker room mm-hmm. or something like that, and he accidentally gets his stick stuck in a hole. Oh no! And so they like everybody's laughing because he can't get. Oh god! He's like stuck and he has to, like one of the teachers has to like pull him out and it's like the it's funny because the teacher it's like the the it's the gym coach that's like a woman but she's very more much more masculine in her mm, and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. so it's like the worst nightmare for a guy basically it's it's like it's like it's a it's considered a classic but once again it's it there's a lot of things that have an age well <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm gonna add to my oddly list. enough. I think it might have aged better than Revenge of the Nerds, though, because there's one scene that's just not great. I haven't seen. Wow, I haven't so seen that Revenge of the okay. Nerds is really entertaining until you get to a point, and I didn't even when I watched it the first time. I just for some reason didn't think about this, but there's a point where he, one of the main characters pretends to be this one girl's like this girl who has like a jock boyfriend's boyfriend, <sighs> and Obviously, it's an 80s movie, so so she apparently decides to, that she likes it. But the thing is, it's still rape. <laughs> oh, wowzers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's not great. Damn. All right. I'll yeah. add that to the, to the list. Yeah. yeah there's, it's got a young John Goodman in it, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. He plays the coach in the movie. Wow. Yeah. He's, it's when he was, like, in his 30s, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Or, like, late 20s. God. It, 
I guess the 80s don't seem like that long ago. As speaking as a 90s baby, that's 40 years ago. Yeah. Which Shit, uh, fuck, which which dude. year? What year were you born? 1990. 1990. Yeah. So you're a year younger than me. I am just barely. Yeah, just barely. I'm the it's funny though cuz I'm the I'm the I'm the guy who's in the comedy scene that is older than a lot of people but nobody realizes it. <laughs> <laughs> that I yeah, I would agree with that. I actually I thought you were in your mid twenties. I thought I was definitely well, older thank you. than you. That yeah, thirty-two. Well, keep it up, man. Whatever you're drinking and putting <laughs> on your face, man. It's partially genetics. So, I need honestly. I need to start doing more stuff with like the face, like the moisturizers and stuff. Because I, I'm sure that at one time or another, it's gonna, it's gonna like be where like I go from looking really young to like all of a sudden I just like age really quickly in a small amount of time. <laughs> that said, my dad. Up until he was like sixty or so, he still he would get confused for like forty. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So like he he definitely. That's great. You have a bright future. My I friend. do. Have, I have a bright future. Um, <laughs> bright young, young looking future. Yeah. Unless I unless I decide unless I become the you know the guy who starts off who started out as a Christian comedian and just goes to like the the worst. Oh my like, gosh. Like I'm just like an alcoholic and it's funny because I don't. I don't actually, aside from money, I do not have, I'm not an addictive person. Mm. I, I can drink, I can get drunk and like, you know, get really wasted and have mm-hmm. too many drinks, but then I don't feel like doing it the next week. That's awesome. Yeah. I have the opposite problem. I do it every week. Uh, I'm actually doing Sober <laughs> October. Yeah. You know, uh, you were saying not being uh, hungover, but you still, I could see you having some like withdrawals, which would still be pretty bad. Oh, um, yeah. So I quit on, God damn, I guess we can get into it. Uh, yeah. The pandemic was rough. Drank a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, As most people yeah, did. Yeah. Um, I delivered a lot of orders that alcohol in them. I bet yeah. you did. Which is, if you were, I've actually stopped even accepting those orders because it is very awkward mm. to deliver food with something and then it does half the time it doesn't scan like it's supposed to scan the id but for some reason the id doesn't read right oh. and so i had to like manually put in their information <laughs> which, is, which is interesting because you like take the card away from them i had one person literally put it up against the window because they didn't you know it was pandemic right 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 um but it was just <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's. It's. it's, I had one guy who just like he literally he almost looked guilty without like he was like he just got alcohol he got like wine and stuff like that (laughs) but he was like didn't 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 doesn't it know based off my account like it's doesn't it like doesn't it know based off my account isn't it like. Shouldn't you mind on my age? Oh, it's it's an valid idea. I'm like, I'm sure it is. I'm just looking for the right information. I don't do the I wasn't doing it often enough to like like when I worked at retail, mm-hmm. they would have I used to I worked at Target for like four years and oh, wow. I wouldn't recommend it. Um yeah, how did you work retail? I fortunately have not I've worked in fast food and that was a joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I did mostly retail. I did one fast food job and I would stay in the kitchen or the back room and just chop up vegetables as much as I could. <laughs> it was at uh, Jersey Mike's. Dude, fuck a Subway. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. Man. You know, I, I'd almost prefer Subway because all their stuff's pre-cut. 
Mm-hmm. It is. I never yeah. cut vegetables. Jersey Mike's, you have to cut it, and then you have to do all this other extra stuff. Wow, and it's like, real yeah. fresh. And it would, but also it's very um, much more busy than the subway is. Yes, I totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah, no people who work retail are modern day saints. Yeah, but when I worked there, they would have to do backup on the. Uh, cash registers because they never they never hired or scheduled enough people on the front lines like they never would of course not and i was the guy who would find ways to avoid it i had <laughs> i had one uh there was a they called them the gstl or whatever they were like the person in charge of those areas mm-hmm. and i had one woman who literally would like she hated me because i would always find ways to avoid going <laughs> Which technically meant I wasn't doing my job, but I would find a ways. And there was one time where I said, going to break, because I literally was like, I'm going to get away from it. I know that it's about to get really busy. And she tried to tell to get me to go up right when I went to break. And she, I, I pretended to like, because I, as I was turning off, she said my name, but I literally turned off my mind. I, I just, she came in and I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear it. Oh my God. <laughs> You motherfucker. Oh my god. I uh yeah, That's eventually funny. got fired from that place. But oh. <laughs> yeah. It took four years though. So Wow. I, I told someone before this and I was like, I would I wouldn't I don't think I would love the job, but I think I would be really good at a job where you would have almost like an undercover boss, but it's not quite where you just go into places and you find out all the bad things and just like literally instigate things and like find out really how the employees really think about the job and stuff like that like a undercover spy undercover yeah just Mm. a but also like literally do a terrible job on purpose (laughs) i just like getting paid to like see how little you can do while still appearing to like in yeah, the reason why I'd love to do that is because there are so many. I would get in trouble even though I would be working hard mm-hmm. more often than not. And then there'd just be people who just look like they're working hard. <laughs> and so I would just snitch the fuck out of those people because they are just evil. <laughs> oh my God. And I would always get caught. And not really caught, but because I would always get in trouble because for a second I would take a second to just breathe, mm. and it was always right when a uh, like a manager would walk by. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the, the worst is um, electronics at Target at the time, because they always wanted you to go around and move things around or whatever and make sure that things were like looked good in there. Mm. But uh, the electronics out of everywhere, especially at the time, it was very small didn't get dirty it just people because most things were behind glass right and there was like one aisle and they're like oh yeah i just want you to look like you're i'm like look like you're working on something so you want me to not be available if a customer comes by is what you're saying whoa (laughs) wow and it's funny because like I remember one of the things I was always kind of sound. It always was something that excited me was the idea of working in a place where you sell video games because it was mm. something I knew a lot about. Yeah, when I was, totally. Um, and I think it's really funny because like I would always when I would go, I would always see people talking, and mm. I thought I was like, "That's great, that's great." They're like enjoying themselves. I like the fact that they're this yeah. way. Um, and that's not what the people wanted at the jobs. <laughs> Apparently, the, hmm. the managers hated that, and it's like. You so you don't want people to seem approachable. What? What do you think? Why do you think that was? They would always say it's not on brand. They used the word brand a lot. (laughs) You know what else wasn't part of the Target brand? 
seat covers. Uh, what? They would they would still get them at the location it was at, but they were not actually part of the Target brand. It was like it wasn't in like the manual of like what you need to do. And so they were like, yeah, we do this. But at any time we could be told by corporate not to have these anymore. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm learning so much. Don't chop at places and realize that it's not ethically solid. <laughs> Every place is terrible. Um, I, I everybody that. everybody downs on Walmart, but they're not the only one. No, no, they're definitely not the only one. And I also went three of the four years without a. They did not. They did everything they could not to give me a raise. At Target. Yeah, I Fuck I Target. literally worked there three of the years. I got paid the same amount, and they and then they would schedule me less too. So. Yeah. Oh my god. Especially during especially um interesting enough, I think it was the summer or like there were certain times of the year where they just didn't need as many people. Mm. And so there would be it would rotate. So one week I would only work two days and then someone else would work only two days another week. Yeah. And oh I was this god. is I had an apartment at the time with a friend and so like luckily it was back when it was during the recession back in like 2008, so like things started getting a little cheaper. Gotcha. I wish it was as cheap as it was cuz we rented a place that was $650 for a two-bedroom townhouse. Yeah. At that, this point, I could just afford that on my own and use no one of the rooms for, like, an office. Wow. Where was yeah. it at? Is it near Portland? It was in Beaverton. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, like, over off of uh, 185th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it was un- great. that's unheard of, dude. You live in Beaverton, don't you? I used to live in Tiger. You used to live in Tiger. Yeah. That's what it was. I know. I should probably not be asking where you live for the audiences. Dude, no worries. I just I just moved from Tiger. Yeah, what's your uh, specific uh, address, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> 3325. <laughs> Buffalo place. Um, no, yeah. So no, you actually live in the Buffalo Exchange or in Portland. That's, <laughs> that's what the Buffalo place places really. Um, Great place to shop. Two hundred and thirty-five meters into the store. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's unreal how much it costs to cost to rent places now in Portland. Oh yeah. Well, it's a it's also a seller's market right now. Totally. So because of the the sparsity and the necessity for places to live right now, which mm-hmm. is always fucked up. Yeah. It's super fucked up. It's a good it's a good world sometimes. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> so let's get back into the I wish book we a had bit. superheroes like Ultra to save uh, yeah. the day. So a little bit about her. She is uh they don't specify where um, like what part of Latin America she, but she's, she's Latina because mm-hmm. her mom is definitely, they definitely insinuate because her mom definitely speaks and speaks to her in Spanish, speaks yeah. to her in Spanish and also speaks in semi broken English. Mm-hmm. Um, very like much just not using certain like a or like, you know, things right, like that. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, but she's, she's definitely probably like a first or second generation. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, it's, she is considered like this be- uh beacon of like abstinence <laughs> like purity with like the you know mothers against uh people having fun i guess mm-hmm. i don't know um <laughs> yes and she sends she sends pearls vitamins yeah. every now and then so so her so uh pearl which is also called her name is pearl something but she her super her name is ultra she's yes. the primary <clears throat> focus of the story um, at the beginning, they have this moment where they decide 
um the Samantha character, I, I forgot her name all of a sudden. Uh, Liv. Olivia. Liv. Olivia. It's funny because I had to read about six of the eight issues this morning. Oh my God, me too. Yeah. Because, like, except for. You, or reread you know, it at least, yeah. a little review. Um, so they all decide to. Um, go to a fortune teller. Uh, go to a fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Although, not so much Liv decides that they're going to a fortune teller. And. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah, she's very much the, the 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 group leader in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so she ends up. Um, they go there, and it's this single mom that definitely has this kind of crack. Crack and yeah, she has like a drug habit. Of she's sort. got. A, she's yeah. a drug habit, and they kind of insinuate she does a little prostitution on the side too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with a baby in arm. Yeah, yeah, with baby in arm, probably during the same time. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, man. Well, smoking a crack pipe. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, that's an interesting image. Uh, <laughs> so, so, each one gets a different fortune. Um, one of them says, one of them is you lose something, which ha- which is live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite character, I forgot her name. Jen. Jen. It's funny you remember the names, but I don't know you. We don't, but, rem- we don't hear about her fortune, though. No, we do. In the she beginning she, of the comic? They say that she's going to get what something... She's going to get what she gave back, babe. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and which, the thing that happens, you didn't read until right when you got here. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you thought that she mm-hmm. yeah. died. I was not happy um, about it. Yeah. So, and then... Um, uh, Pearl, aka Ultra, is told, and they're all said within seven days. So, like, she's told that she's gonna find her true love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, which apparently is punching a guy's head off at one point. Uh, <laughs> I was blown away at how uh, gory this was. Yeah, this times. is nothing compared. So, they're the first thing I read by this. Uh, these two guys and they're, they've really, they're two only two brothers that do these it's two it's, two brothers it's two brothers yeah that's why this is brothers <clears throat> i was wondering if there were three no there's two of them um <laughs> one's an artist the other one is the uh writer um okay. although they both do art because they in the last few years they've kind of branched off of each other mm-hmm. but they started i'm sure they're probably in good terms they just so decided it's to not do a luna brother it's now well there's two different ones so yes yes luna, gotcha. two different luna brothers um <laughs> doing their own things um so the first thing i actually was introduced on because i was i was just there were these forums back in the uh, back in like the mid 2000s that you could go on and download people would scan mm. comic books and you could read them online wow that's cool it wasn't legal, but <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like a um, it's uh, like it's, a lime wire it's, for it's comic a, books yeah, or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. So I would get these scans, and then because I felt paranoid, I would delete them after I read them. But um, <laughs> it's probably a so, good call. Probably, you know? probably yeah. was. Yeah, and I do not have them anymore. So take that, <laughs> government. I don't know. <laughs> as soon as I said that, now they're recording this. Um, so I. Uh, <laughs> So I read a series called Girls, and the reason why I read it is there was a naked girl in the front of the picture. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, she wasn't, it didn't show, like, nipples or, like, you know, it didn't show the front as, like, it was, like, protruded or um, concealed in certain parts. Okay, okay. But I read it, and it was actually really good. Mm. And it was their second, this was their first thing that came out. And then they had, a, this was their second, like, miniseries. Um, this was a little longer, but 
essentially what happens is there's a guy who goes back to his hometown and he he grew up there and like he's got like some weird bad blood with a couple people um but he goes there and mysteriously these two characters that become bigger characters as it goes along um they're holding back this girl and she escapes completely naked oh man and turns out so this guy so the guy who's very very vulnerable has sex with her mm-hmm. and she she doesn't talk she's not talking or anything else like that turns out she's an alien that produces eggs and like these are these are these um they're essentially trying to ha- uh, produce mass produce themselves and they oh, all look the same wow. and what happens though is they are very violent against women <laughs> Because oh, they sure. can't, because they can't help them essentially, and one gay dude because they somehow sense that he's gay. Um, he doesn't die, I don't think, but he definitely has a hard time. Um, but it's this like really interesting kind of horror. It's got that small town feel where they concentrate huh. in a bunch of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Very so cool. Something like Twin Peaks or Walking Dead or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, it ran for like 24 issues, I think, or something like that. So a pretty short wow. run for a comic, but still way more than this. This one was eight issues. Yeah. So, so is an issue about like 30? How, how like how big is the average issue? Probably about 30 to 34 pages. <clears throat> okay. That's... Um, that's what this one was, at least. Yes. Yeah. So some of them are only run for like the issues might be only like nineteen issues, but those are like when when people who are working on them that's way to save money because you have to pay per page or whatever. Right. So, and they don't make, especially with a lot of these independent publishers, they don't really make money until it sells. The book sells. Mm. So, wow. yeah, but at the same time, the nice thing is they also maintain uh, ownership, whereas like Marvel and DC and those will like take, they'll like have them sign these like, you know, things basically saying mm. that these characters, even though created by you, are not they their own. They're not owned by you. Wow. So. Damn. Wow. <laughs> which is like, which is why, you know, characters like uh, in Marvel that have come out about like Kamala Khan and all mm. these and like the newer version of Captain Marvel when she, when they stopped making her wear like, you know, uh, scantily clad clothes like everybody did in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm-hmm. she was a little bit better because her costume, she was Miss Marvel and it just looked like a full body bathing suit. Oh my God. But still. <laughs> I like I like the I like the yeah. ultra outfits. They're yeah. all so scantily clothed. They are, but it's all like it's done. Every issue starts off and it looks like a style magazine or something like mm-hmm. that. And they have yeah. these little advertisements between, which is kind of fun. And they kind of had little interviews between. Yeah, yeah. it definitely gives a f- pretty big picture of the world. Mm-hmm. So this reminds me in some ways of. The Boys. I don't know if you know anything about that. They have a show on Amazon right now, which is really good. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, but it's this concept of like um, celebrity, you know, making um, superhero celebrities, mm. which would happen. Absolutely, it would happen. Yeah. So, and I mean, there's things like Superman and all of them, and they they have some sort of form of celebrity, but they never really focus on them in this manner. Well, I mean, this is going to sound kind of dark, but I feel like sometimes we um, celebritize serial killers, you know, yeah, glorify really them do. in a bit. <laughs> so, yeah. So we would yeah. definitely, you know, hopefully oh, yeah. glorify the complete opposite of that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes in here. I, I do like because this was 
part of this sort of um in the so it started in the nineties, but the two thousands really broke out for mm. independent comics and people non-traditional comics is even though this for example is a superhero comic mm-hmm. it's not at the same time oh really you think you don't think so I, I they have moments of depicting superhero but this is more about her personal life because mm. like you know there's for example her is in pearl this is mostly pearl. about pearl it's mostly yeah. about pearl and they do i mean the other characters are definitely well around there they have their own personalities it's not mm-hmm. you know it's not like just even though a lot of the the artwork is interesting for the Lennon brothers because they draw a lot of things very similar mm. like if you notice a lot of the eyes and mouth features are very like yeah. you said two of the characters literally the reason why you could tell another character part was because she had blonde hair basically right. <laughs> yeah and the other two have like kind of red like almost like auburn mm-hmm. yeah it was really hard to tell jen and pearl apart and then yeah. jason her ass face yes momentarily do you want to talk about that that scene god so fucked up god it's so fucked up dude because like it's this guy who meets her and it seems like he's going to be the true love or whatever she she follows falls for him very quickly too like that yeah yeah and he he is very charming and has Mm -hmm. all this stuff he like introduces her to a certain kind of tea i can't remember oolong Oolong tea tea. yeah And they were both reaching for a fork. Yeah. He got there first. And And he gave the phone number. Wrote his number on the fork. Honestly, smooth play, bro. Real smooth play. Yeah. So he ends up sleeping with her, Mm -hmm. and then he takes pictures and sells it to a tabloid magazine. Yeah. One of my favorite things is there's a moment... because it seems like it's going to be more nefarious than it is. There's a the tabloid owner is actually says like she's going to die tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like the mob or something. Where it turns out is base is it ruins her reputation for a certain amount of time. Where the fact because she had this very puritanical image. Yeah. And even to the point where she had a boyfriend beforehand. Uh, something steel. Captain Steel. Captain Steel. Captain, Captain Steel. Steel. Yeah, um, he. They almost acted like they were virginal, which it doesn't sound like they were. Mm, no, um, and good for them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> good, good for them. But yeah, good she did them. have this image of purity and um, abstinence. And yeah, I still think it's funny that uh, up until a certain period of time, Captain America was a virgin in the comics. No shit, I didn't uh, know during that. During the well, because he turns into this very small, feeble man. Mm. During a period of time where especially men were like considered they had to be these alpha males, really right. robust and like, yeah, even huh. though it's funny because like a lot of exercises were not really discovered until later. Like right. the, 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 the very muscular cut person wasn't so much then it was more the muscles were more functional at that time. Right. Um, so. Yeah, he, he turns from this really small, like, probably malnutritioned and probably, you know, for and, and they use the superhero serum and then he becomes this very buff big hmm. guy. But he immediately goes in the military because he's a, a weapon for the government. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's actually a comic that I have. I haven't read it, but I've read up on it. Um and it's this story called Captain America Why and it's during because so they have this these two writers will work together and they did uh, they did one called Spider-Man Blue they did one called Daredevil Yellow um, Hulk Gray mm-hmm. and then they did um, uh, Captain America White and it's the concept is like a lot of the art really focuses on these certain color scapes hmm. which is really cool yeah 
Um, but though apparently that one was a little controversial because the character Bucky, who at the time is a teenager. So in the movie, he's like the same age, but in the comic, he was like a child, a younger psychic. He keeps on making fun of Captain America for being a virgin in it. Oh <laughs> keeps on reminding gosh. him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. That is funny. Huh. That's fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there's that concept that they think that they're basically that way. They're these, like, you know, yeah, abstinent. You know, they, don't, they don't need sex. They don't need sex. They have no time uh, for it. Because we all know that America loves violence and not sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's so true, though. It's, like, Yeah, I would. I grew up, my mom watched all those murder shows. Mm, you know, Detective, you know. Mm-hmm. And they always mm-hmm. had these... A lot of them, especially later on, had like CSI and stuff, had these very harsh depictions of crime and like gore and all this other stuff. Yeah. And that was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Like my parents yeah. were totally okay with me watching all the all the war scenes in Braveheart. Yeah. But as soon as Mel Gibson and his wifey wife decide to go mm-hmm. have sex in the woods, oh my god, leave the room. Yeah. Um, well, there's more. There's that, and there's another scene that's very like very uh intimate in that movie too mm-hmm. with like the princess or oh whatever. my gosh yes 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 yeah, yeah uh america's uh, america's weird that way whereas like yeah um canada even and like the uk they're more okay with depicting actual nudity and yes, stuff on some of their shows absolutely. whereas yeah. in america we have people getting their heads cut off and right <laughs> like supernatural which was on the cw was pretty gory at times oh, i haven't seen that yet it's really good okay yeah it's a uh, it's one of those shows that was supposed to only last five years and went for 15 mm. um because the characters were so likable wow and, and as they went it was because it's about these two brothers that are um uh they were raised by parents who were like supernatural hunters and they, so they become supernatural hunters so they fight like werewolves vampires that's really cool that's right in my alley yeah it's really right in my alley it's really fucking cool as it goes along it started off so the idea is originally they had demons but they were supposed to be this thing that they didn't believe that there were angels and stuff like that and then Mm. later seasons get really as a catholic you probably or as a previous catholic i should say you'd probably appreciate this because they get into that very like talking like angels and like these very like there we go yeah. okay angels Dogmatic demons yeah. yeah it's actually it kind of reminds me a little of dogma with l- different kind of humor i wouldn't say less hmm. humor but different kind of humor okay i'll check it out heck yeah i need a good news show yeah and that one has a lot of episodes it went for 15 years that's insane yeah that's but it's also very bingeable okay very bingeable cool cool um and it's interesting because like the original creator left after season five because he had a five-year plan for the show oh um and there was like a little bit of a rocky start with the sixth season but Hmm. it got good still it still stayed i mean it's one of those shows that even when the stories aren't the greatest the characters make it worth it gotcha okay Cool. Wow. Good for him for keeping it going another 10 years. Yeah. I mean, so he he left as the showrunner, but he still worked as a consultant. So, like, if they needed certain things and they were like, would these characters do this? Mm. You know, he could be able to come in and be like, yes or no. Gotcha. Yeah, they, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, the characters in this, I really like them. I wish they they develop more of, yeah. uh, you know, obviously Jen's character. Um, and you got a good sense of who Olivia was, but not really so much who Jen was. Obviously, it was about Pearl. 
But, yeah. Um, well, it's, it literally takes through the span of a week. That's true. Seven days. It's this a very, is true. It's a very rough week. Yes. Because <laughs> there's like, there's a supposed villain with like um, pyro style where he turns and he like literally turns into fire. Mm-hmm. He's like the... What's, what's his name? Does he have a bad guy name? Like the do they just call him the arsonist? They just, just call him the arsonist. Now it might be in the issue that you thought that Jen died, um, but he ends up essentially. Turns out he's actually just a kid who doesn't really who doesn't know how to control his powers, mm. and he gets he gets bullied on the school bus. I saw that. Okay, yeah, that was him. And gotcha. That's when he. That's when he sort of like reveals. Then they find out who he actually is. Gotcha. Um, which. They see they, uh, one of my favorite moments is when uh, Pearl is in the hospital mm. and her doctor, the doctor there starts talking to her and she's like asking what happened. He's talking about how you were he's like covered in third degree burns and all this other stuff. And then it shows her just fine. He's like, but you healed really physically. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fun humor in this. It's quite funny. I actually I found myself laughing out loud with this one. Um, like we talked about Black Man or Yeah, there's a guy Ink Man, yeah. He has he's he he squirts out ink, but he says it's not ink because it's like an ink like substance basically. <laughs> and he he's wearing like a nineteen seventies kind of hippie garb. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he ends up one point he's talking about because he's calling himself black man. <laughs> And at one point, he's like, I have a helmet. He pulls it out. It looks just like an afro. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, he's like, are you trying to keep the black man down? And it's like, God. <laughs> like the, and he's talking to Pearl's agent. And he's just, he's just like not having it. No. <laughs> and then at one point, the last thing, part of the scene is all of a sudden you see the ink blotted out. Because what it is, what it literally is, is the guy is... And I don't know where it comes from, but the guy sees Pearl and he's like super nervous and gets essentially horny. You can kind right. of see he's not- notably flushed. And yeah. Like, yeah. There's one point where um, her agent throws a card with his personal number because she's going through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it lands on the guy's lap. And he and basically the last thing you see in the scene is just like the splooge of black <laughs> on the guy's face. He's like, wow, that is really black. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it's like all funny. over his shirt and his mm-hmm. face and everything it's basically yeah it looks like it was ejaculated essentially yes pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> little little squirter um that either was... out of his hands or out of yeah know, somewhere else um that was really funny and i really like the um when olivia is with ice man and she's like i just like have a brain freeze or something oh yeah she's clearly bone and ice man <laughs> Um, and then I really found it funny, like how far Pearl went to go find that stupid fork in the trash. And oh yeah, yeah, they show her at first asking the Jane. maid, yeah, yeah the maid, mm-hmm. um, there, and she ends up. <laughs> she the maid just looks at her like, "What? <laughs> you want me to clean your you lunch to, every yeah, day? Like, yeah, you want me to get a fork? It's just like, why don't you get another one?" And then she calls the guy. And he uh, he like apologizes for being awkward, which is this guy. It's Paul who becomes a piece of shit. But like uh, she calls him and he's like, yeah, it's not going to be any like problem or anything like that. And she's like, no, like I'm ex- like, it's fine mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it shows her. Yeah. He's like, diving. I hope I didn't come off as too desperate. And then yeah, there's a that's what picture it was. of her like yeah. in the dumpster with the work. No, you're not desperate at all. <laughs> 
it's it's got a lot of really great moments. It was funny. Um, yeah, I didn't care. I didn't care for him at all from the get go. I was like, mm-hmm. I really hope she doesn't end up with this dude because he can't stop talking about how wonderful she is, and I'm yeah. just a peon, and I'm with the superhero. I was like, oh my god, okay. Yeah. What I yeah when they have the uh, uh, story he read, what I really liked is in some comic books. When they show like a magazine article or something like that, it's very obscured. Mm-hmm. It might be a little blurry and doesn't have much, but they actually had the article that later in the issue actually shows fully where you could read it in that panel if you wanted to. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty great. I, I can show you it. It's since that's, I have the book right that's here. That's really cool. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. They do. Um, I'm trying to think where she finds out. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this this one, this issue. Um, yeah, it's when she's talking to her agent and he shows her the um, the thing. Yeah, you can see the words. The words are very clear. Oh, it's yeah. not. You can't. There's a little bit obscured by the guy's hand. So like you need. So you read it at the end. But I read most of the article there, and then I was like, oh, it's at the end. Okay, I can read that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Very detailed. Oh, my God. And it's even, like, in the right, you know, there's creasing on the book and on the magazine and all that stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so cool. It's a high level. I mean, I read, so last week I talked to Jared Richard, and we read this uh, book called Superman Red Sun, and it's basically mm-hmm. of Superman Latin in the Soviet Union instead of America. Yeah, it's really oh good. Oh, my gosh. It's really good. It's like Stalin, too. Stalin era. Um, so That's really cool. <laughs> So there's one point where they show an art, they show like a newspaper and they show the, the only thing that's actually like readable is the title of mm. the article. But then you look at the article and it literally just looks like when someone types a bunch of random, like just decides to go crazy and just like hit the keyboard like a monkey right, or something right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> the cat that's typing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My favorite GIF. Yeah, that is a great. That is a good one. You, oh, you say you say you say GIF, not uh, GIF. I, I do say that. Yeah, is that yeah. gonna be a problem? Uh, yes, yes. I'm very upset. <laughs> uh, this friendship over Rochelle. You know, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, been a good run. GIF, Jiffy, <laughs> GIF, Giffy, GIF. Yeah, I don't care. It's you say the, GIF though. I say GIF. It's mm. well because that's what I've called it for a long time because it's a G, not a J. Yeah, that is a good point. I can't um, really but argue. But the creator that. of it, of those, I think I honestly think he trolled people when he said Jeff. I really do. I really do because nobody I ever knew called it Jeff until he said that. And it's that's funny. Yeah, it's well because it's spelled like gift without a T. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. So oh. it doesn't make sense to me for it to be Jeff unless it was a J, like Jiffy. Uh, yeah, I don't even or, know or Jeff, why I uh, call it Jeff. Yeah, I guess I yeah. just talk to people who call it Jeff at the office. Yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. So psychopaths. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's most, a, what, most what, what kind of what kind of what kind of day job are you working these days? Uh, I'm gonna I'm an accountant for a. Um, Wow. A software company, yeah, really very exciting. So, yeah. So the nice thing is, though, if you make if you're paying taxes for anything, you you know what to do. I do, I do know what to do. Yeah. I, that's nice. Then all my friends ask me to do their taxes, <laughs> which is not nice. I've been doing self employment, and I am terrified about this year. <laughs> 
because <laughs> I'm finally God. like keeping receipts and stuff like that. And oh I gotta like, gosh. yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> I won't come to you because I don't want you know I don't want to give you that much extra workload. I, I so, appreciate unless that. I was to pay you something, so that would be different. Yeah, uh, I used to be a tax accountant, and then I left. I left public accounting, and now I just make sure that. We pay our bills and we get paid on time at the software companies. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's important work. <clears throat> you know, I enjoy working from home. Um, oh, there you now, go. Yeah. Now, at yeah. least. So. I mean, unless you have to actually go into the office, but that probably doesn't happen very often. No, not anymore. Now we're yeah. a virtual first company. And nice. so that's how the drinking got out of hand. I just would wake up and <laughs> get on my computer I mean, hungover in my sweats. I, I took an edible before this. It's just, you know, it's normal life. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how effective it is because I was give, it was when I was given in my birthday, which was back in March. I just had like, oh. it was like edible fudge, you know, there you edible go. fudge. And like, I ate like what's supposed to be a high dose, but I'm not really feeling it. So okay. obviously it's expired a little bit, I think. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but <laughs> I had s- someone recently gave me, uh, she made chocolate. It was like dark chocolate, but she co- she made it with, um, uh, mushrooms, like psilocybin oh, cut up and nice. like blended into it. But it's funny. It took a lot. It took a lot for anything to happen. And even really? then, it was it was more like a weed high than it was like a actual mushroom. How trip. many grams do you think you had? I have no idea. You have no idea? I ate a lot of chocolate, though. It was a lot. Huh. Fascinating. Would you think it would, if it's concentrated, it would probably have a higher effect, but maybe mm. it just wasn't created the same right way. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you should feel something with psilocybin oh, yeah. with, a, with a grams worth, at least we'll get you yeah. a nice little trip. Oh, yeah. I, I took something along that not that long ago, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll get in trouble if I say that or not. I don't care. It's already. I've it's admitted already, it. Yeah. I admitted it. Um, so I took, <laughs> I, I took, uh, yeah, I don't know how much I took, but I took a good amount and I had like the best trip I've had so far recently. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I was closing my eyes and like able to like explore my brain essentially. Wow. And like had some pretty good, uh, had some pretty profound uh, epiphanies from it. And then on top of that, I took on, I took a uh, two hour walk. <laughs> Fuck yeah. The best yeah. thing to do on yeah. shrooms is. Yeah, I mean, it was through nature. the city, which was interesting. But oh, wow. yeah, it was, well, not city, but like the right, suburban right, right, right. area that I live right now, which was interesting because I saw the like the dichotomy between the different areas and mm. like how right here you could walk through a really nice neighborhood and you could see loss on one side and mm. then on the other side, or not, maybe not loss, but like condos. And on the other side, there's like a trailer park mm. or like just houses that are definitely run down. And yeah. Remind me of that kind of culture. So, you know. We got it all here in Portland. <laughs> white trash and white privilege yeah. right across from each other. So. Right. <laughs> and I can say that I grew up in a small town. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy you got a you had a good trip though. I yeah. I uh, I'm a full supporter of psilocybin. In fact, this is gonna get me in trouble. But um, my goal in life after I'm done with, with accounting and yeah, uh, I want to be a um a psilocybin coach. I really believe in it. Well, and it's it's legal in Portland for um therapeutic. It is so. It is yeah. yeah. 
and decriminalized. decriminalized too. Yeah. So yeah. it's only a matter of time. Like it's going to be like weed. Um, I hope so. Cause I think that that's the thing is you always have to find a hookup. And if you lose that hookup, it's like, it takes a while to find someone else. Yeah. Um, God. So I used to, Oh my God. I used to grow them. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. It's hard. It's really yeah. hard and it really stinks. And you have to keep it really warm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Otherwise. Um, yeah. But it's true. Like, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to find a hookup, um, which is why I started growing. So That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. And, and it's, I, it's stuff you can find in nature. Totally. It is. If you know what you're looking for. I've Have you gone foraging? I have not. Yeah. I'm too scared to because there are some serious poisonous mushrooms out there. And if you don't know yeah, what you're... You'll still have a trip, just not the one you want. <laughs> Your last trip. Your yeah. last trip. <laughs> it might even be very hallucinogenic. Who knows? Yeah, no, no um, shit. Um, yeah, I'm sure it will be in its own way. Yeah, I want to. Uh, I want to try microdosing. I haven't done that yet. Um, my mom has done a little bit of it. But yeah, did you yeah. find it helpful? I didn't do it often enough. Gotcha. Um, the thing I like about shrimps is every time I do it, I get a little bit less depressed. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just because you learn more about yourself and Mm -hmm. more often, well, depression is anger turned inward. Mm. So because of that, more often than not, it's because people don't understand themselves. And so each, Mm -hmm. when you do shrooms more and more, especially if you're open to it, Mm -hmm. I I know some people who have done psychedelics and I'm like, you don't seem like someone who's done psychedelics, you know, (laughs) because like. I'm saying is they're really immature and stupid. Um. Right, right. Yeah, no. Psilocybin does. I mean, so, you know, depression is just the repetition of the same awful thoughts over and Mm -hmm. over and over again. These tracks that you make in your brain and what psilocybin does is it's able to completely take you down a new part of that mountain and create new tracks and you're able to look at things from a different perspective and it's connecting different parts of your brain that otherwise would never have talked unless psilocybin was introduced. Psilocybin might be one of the reasons why I love Christianity, (laughs) which is fascinating. It's one of the reasons why you love Christianity? No, left. Oh, yeah, I did too many drugs. Too many drugs. Yeah, that'll do Um, it. And it was funny because I had, one of the times I said I had a knowledge that there is some form of a God. Mm. At one time when I was on shrooms. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can't do shrooms or any psychedelics without becoming somewhat spiritual, just not in the traditional 100%, 100%, sense. 100%. Yeah. Because there's something out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you feel, you feel connected to the earth mm-hmm. in a way you otherwise have not. And um, my brother, big Catholic, he's 10 years younger than me. He yeah. he said something interesting. He was like, I think, it's, I don't know if it was an apple with Adam and Eve. I think yeah. maybe it was... A mushroom, a magic mushroom, and God uh, didn't want them yeah, to, to have know. the mushroom open their third eye. So what's interesting about mushrooms have an interesting connection to spiritualism because they're actually there's a lot of theory. There's a couple books about this too, where there's like this hypothesis that Christianity started out as a fertility cult. Oh and, wow, which I makes actually totally a lot of sense. See that which makes a lot of sense. Based off of certain beliefs, um, <sighs> Texas, for example, is a fertility mm. cult. Yeah, and what they did though is how they would connect to God was they would do some form of mushroom, and so that would actually cause um, them to have this connection. And a lot of time, the priest would do it, and then they would do like guided, mm-hmm. um, and they would have it in. They, I guess, at the time they used to put it in like wine and stuff like that. They oh, were like shit. spice. It was called spiced wine. It's one way to put, get it down. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not a big fan of drinking and doing uh, doing shrooms because it's too much of a mix. No, there's there's really no point in doing it. Um, yeah. LSD, it's fun to drink sour beers or like fun things yeah. that taste funky. But yeah, I agree. The key, there's no need to drink on shrooms. Yeah. Um, I heard um, apparently uh, the reason so Christmas. The reason why is elves and why apparently there's a lot of old Christmas um stuff where you would like cards and stuff like that that would actually have pictures of mushrooms in them like no a lot shit. and the elves is something that a lot of people who like do dmt or just similar drugs they actually see these things called the mechanical elves hmm. which are these beings that like too many people have seen it to not be something whoa and they usually will offer advice or like they're they show you a whole new part of reality wow so What's actually very fascinating, though, is DMT is also a, it's a natural drug. Your uh, your brain releases two different times when you're dreaming and then when you die. That's why a lot of people see like these things at the end. Um, so have you is, ever done it? What's that? Have DMT? you ever done DMT? No. no, I want to. I just don't know anyone where I can get it. I am right there with you. Yeah. Uh, who did I talk to? I think I talked to Nuri Niraj. God, how do you say his last name? I know uh, who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he did DMT and he said after that I quit drinking. Like there was no yeah. point. I just I I stopped. I, I think that I had more of a addictive um traits beforehand. I totally do. And I think yeah. that after doing shrimps a lot, I I don't feel like I, I can take an edible, I can smoke weed, but I'm not one of those people who does it daily and I don't even like it's more of if someone offers it, I'm not gonna turn it down, mm-hmm, but I'm not gonna mm-hmm. go out of my way to get it. For sure. Yeah, I mean they're using shrooms to treat PTSD and addiction issues. So mm-hmm. it's it's fucking medicine. It's so frustrating that that is illegal and alcohol, which kills more people than we'll ever know. Yeah, you can just buy anywhere. So I want to get to kind of transition. In yeah, the, sorry. In yeah, the comic. no, it's fine. Uh, so we did talk a little bit about the comic. I think yes. we gave enough to strike intrigue without spoiling too much. Yes. Oh, so you're trying not to spoil it. I on these was podcasts. doing very spoiler heavy stuff, but okay. I realized like I don't mind adding certain spoilers. We did mm-hmm. talk about some stuff that's mm-hmm. technically a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um you can't talk about a plot or something without spoiling something. True. Um but I I think that the way I'm doing this now is like I'm more interested in how it affected someone mm-hmm. than so much getting into where it's at you know what what so something i like to ask and i'm trying to think of a great one for this one out of (laughs) i got it on a scale of one to ten fortune tellers what would you give this 10 being the highest one being the lowest damn i'd give this a an 8.5 i really i really enjoyed it and so this is like i said the first comic that i've ever read in my entire life like um yeah i've never gotten into comics uh i don't really watch any of the marvel dc movies Mm -hmm. but i am really grateful that you suggested this one yeah i you know, are related to some of the characters. They're kick-ass women who, yeah. like, you don't see that very often in superheroes. And 
so I love that. And there was a lesbian superhero. Hello. Mm. Um, and two gay superheroes that were yes. barely in the closet. Petey and I forget the other guy's name. Um, I forget, but it's so funny. The sledding scene is very funny. Sledding scene is really funny. And then there's a scene that you didn't read where after so Jen wins like an award. They have like an Oscar style thing, but mm-hmm. it's for uh, superheroes. And she wins, like, the best superhero of the year or whatever. As she should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and she's called Cowgirl, which is interesting. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's her right. superhero That's right. name. That's right. Um, and they talk about how she's been doing humanitarian work in, I think, South Africa or North, North Africa or something. God, like she's that. a babe. A complete she, babe. So, she ends up, and it's in one of the articles in the in there. Um she wins that, and then there's a scene where she's like outside, and someone runs, and someone's like, "I've been looking for you," and they're like, they come out, and they're like, uh, "We've been looking for you too. That's why we sound exhausted right now. <laughs> that's why we. <laughs> yes, that's why we're breathing heavily." <laughs> God damn it, that's funny. It's I'm, really I'm funny. bummed I, I missed. I didn't read that. Yeah. Um Well you still could. I still I'm still going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the last two issues that I didn't get to. Um but yeah, I loved it and it was a it was a nice introduction to the comic book world and mm-hmm. um I I loved it. I, I you almost feel like like you've uh sounds so corny, but like you you're like watching a movie. You know, it's fun to have the the storyline animated and illustrated throughout. And yeah, and they you get a good idea of the characters. Yes. And what their lives are like way quicker than you would a book. Um, you know, that's really basic stuff when it comes to comic <laughs> books. But this is my first one and I loved it and I totally get the appeal and I will continue on my comic book journey. Yeah, because this is a good. Yeah, I, I always try to find when people haven't read comics, what's a good start for them. Mm-hmm. And you gave me some information about like what you like and stuff like that. And I was like, I think this is I love I that. forgot I even owned it because <laughs> I, I bought it. It was really, it was a great deal because I went to this place called Floating Roll Comics mm-hmm. in Portland. I would actually recommend checking it out because they have um, discount oh, stuff. Cool. So Floating if World. If something doesn't sell or they have too much stock of it. So, and a lot of things are really good that don't sell. You, they just kind of go to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll put it on sale and they'll keep on putting it at lower prices as long as, for as long as it doesn't sell. So I got this for a dollar. Dude, no shit, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's funny, and I know why. I know why. Because the original cover for the book looked like a movie poster. Oh. This one looks like a magazine cover. It actually does. Yeah. 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 It, and that's and intentional. It's no, intentional. It's... And it goes more with the theme of the book. Yeah. But I can also see that it's gonna it would turn a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's funny, because I was like... When I was buying it, I was, like, all excited about it. And I was like, yeah, the cover isn't going to make a lot of people want it. They're like, yeah, it's a terrible cover. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's really good if you ever get a chance to read it. But not Mm -hmm. this copy. (laughs) (laughs) I I have actually owned this book twice. um, Because there was a period of time where I had to sell. I 
So I lived in, and you might remember this, I lived out in my car for about two months back in 2018. Oh my God, I did not know that. Oh. Wow. I was the guy who some people were like, oh, he's the guy who lives in his car. And it's like, I only lived in my car for two months. Like, people so thought about awesome. that for like a year. People wow. thought I was in my car for a year. Um, yeah, it was just it was just some stuff. And so like, I had to sell most of my comic collection at that time, if not oh, all of it. That's painful. Which sucked. Yeah, it really sucked. And that was one of the ones was I had to sell. And it was like I had luckily and on the upper end, it is a book I got for like ten, five or ten bucks. It was originally like a twenty dollar book when you got it could get it you new. Um now it's one of those books that I think it's out of print, but people sell it for still pretty cheap prices if you mm. find it somewhere. Um, so it's sometimes hard to find it in good condition for some reason. Like I kept on going to Powell's and like I'm pretty <laughs> pretty obsessive compulsive actually um, about the condition of my books. So that's awesome. I mean, that's how you keep them forever. Well, it's the idea. I'm a collector, so I do mm. read them, but I also like the idea of keeping them in good condition, especially like if down the road I do. I mean, I'm still I'm already reselling some of the books that I got like an eBay and stuff like that. But like if down the road, any of the books I want to sell, I want to be able to sell and be like, this is a collect- this is something I would buy in the mm-hmm. condition I would buy it in. Mm-hmm. So totally I like to maintain. Now this looks mint brand yeah. spanking <laughs> nicely done. Thank you. Yeah. So, so you, so you said you really like this. I loved it. Um, I really yeah. loved it. I'm trying to think of, uh, what do you think about the art style on this? I thought it was like you said. Everyone kind of looked the same. Which yeah. I, why? Why do you think they decide to do that? I think that's just their art. Okay. If you look at, I'm trying to see if the cover is different. Um, yeah, they all have. If you look, the eyes are literally the same on every character. Yeah, I mean, they look like siblings. Um, and that's something they just do for some reason. Because remember, a lot of people. That's one of the hmm. complaints a lot of people have about their art. Mm-hmm. But their everything else is very detailed. Especially the characters. Mm-hmm. There's like a magazine cover on one of the issues, and um, <laughs> looks like something I would have uh, when I was like I don't know, twelve, thirteen years old. I would have picked up the magazine just to look at that. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is great. My heart. My heart dropped when that when that scene between Jen and Pearl happened. I'm not going to give yeah. it away. But I thought yeah. I thought the illustrations were great. It's It looks way better in person than it did online, obviously. But yeah. um, I still, I make sure the, the one, the website I sent you still has high quality. Mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah. Some, there you can't substitute for in pay in person in pages. Can't. It's just because even when you're having it online, it just doesn't seem the same. No, it just feel the you same. have to scroll up and you have to hit the next for each page. And yeah, um, yeah. and like zoom in or zoom out. If yeah, it's too yeah. Large. Um, but I, I, I loved it. Uh, I was I, when the first gory bit happened, I was like, oh, wow, this is there's body parts exploding. Like, this is insane. This yeah. is not something you really see in a, a Marvel movie. No, though some Marvel comics are like this, but they they're also like marked under mature content or like you know stuff like that. So for like a a more aged reader, essentially, gotcha. Which is what makes me laugh for so long. I always hear people talk about comic books being for kids. I'm like, there are now more comic books out there that are not child appropriate. I would barely, say, I would say even like young, like tween appropriate. Oh wow. Um. <laughs> So, like, 
there are more of that than the comics that are considered safe. Even a lot of the DC and Marvel stuff nowadays, mm. I would still be like, yeah, maybe not under 12. Wow. Yeah, most Marvel. Because, I mean, they it just depends on what they consider to do. Because some of them, they say like A for anyone, and but then they have T for teenage readers, and mm-hmm. then they have mature for stuff that has anything from full-on sexuality depictions like very detailed oh damn um of sexuality just language or hyper violence mm-hmm. like this is technically because I, th- I think they say fuck and stuff like that they do they do cuss in this yeah they do curse bit. yeah um <clears throat> and they um there wasn't really there was like implications of sex but they didn't really show any sex scenes no like th- there wasn't even nudity which Mm-mm. is interesting Mm-mm. which that's something they change in their later series that they work on, like oh, the one I told you. This is them warming up to the This is them warming racy up to stuff. the yeah, to the racy stuff. Um but I really like the uh, I think it's Joshua Luna and I forgot the other one. I think Joshua Luna is the writer, maybe mm. of the two. I'm sure that they co plot stuff and they both come up with kind of the ideas when they did it. Gotcha. But one person is always gonna be doing the dialogue. Um mm-hmm. which is it's interesting because when a comic is written, a lot of times it is written almost like a book mm-hmm. because it gives the person a picture of what they're drawing. Mm-hmm. And then they might, a lot of times they'll have like descriptions of like, this is the scene. So the art, the writer is still kind of the director, but the artist is like the cinematographer. Right. And, and the writer, or not, in all, not writer, but like the, yeah, these like, <laughs> the, they are like the actors, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there always a writer and an artist, or do some people do the the whole shebang? A lot of people. There's actually a good amount. I have a good amount of stuff actually on the on there that does. It's a lot. Of, so a lot of writers in the comics started out as artists. Oh wow! Or they started off as doing their own thing. Mm. Um, and it's always different. What I think is very interesting. Was the guy, uh, I had, as I said, I mentioned Jeremy Cox earlier. He was on here a few weeks ago and he's a colorist for DC, but he, uh, he started off as a, he wrote and drew his own comic. And what I thought was really interesting was he colored the covers, but he didn't color the inside of the comic. Oh. So it was more black and white, which a lot of independent comics used to be that way because it was cheaper to print. No shit. Yeah, man. Color's Cause, expensive. Because a lot, because, Especially back at this time, independent comics were pretty much exclusively, they were fully independent. Someone would have to go and print them out and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And then they might send it to like bigger companies to be like, this is what I'm capable of or wow. something like that. But yeah, a lot of the stuff is self-published. It's a time. lot of work. It that is. is so many pictures. I, well, I do a comic strip and I've also been working on a couple projects that you, I haven't released. Um, but as someone who does both the art and the everything from art to color to the dialogue, I've been working on this concept for a full on series, but just writing the first issue alone, mm. plotting it out, figuring out how to do it and having to like really get in depth of it. And it's like, I tend to do the art first, and then I realize that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Because, or I, I now have gotten better where I write a script first, or at least like the words, and then kind of figure out how I want to depict it. Right. But I still sometimes I do the art first, and then it's still it's like it's a lot. It takes a long time to draw something. A lot of times, some I mean, there are people who are really good, really fast drawers, yeah. but I am not one of those. Dude, me, I can't draw for shit. So 
it's uh it's a behemoth of a project like there's a part of me that thinks being a comic book writer is harder than being a writer because yeah you uh, actually have it's to, like a what's well, like a script writer yeah 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 because they have to depict what the scene is going to be and then they also have to have the dialogue totally. that they say and it's yeah um if you ever read a comic book script it's very much like a screenplay mm, so okay. if you know how to write a screenplay you know how to write a comic gotcha just like sense. um storyboards i mean movies are just comic books without words totally um yeah I so it. so um so i'm sure that even though you haven't read com- a comic book before this you've at least been exposed to comic book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um like just the zeitgeist of comic book do you remember any like what might have been like the first or at least something that really stood out to you as a young age mm. as far as like comic book related stuff gosh dang um i had some i had some older cousins in idaho Okay. Sample Idaho, who were really into comics. I had a bunch of comic books, and I might have like scanned through those, but yeah. I I was more into uh, Nancy Drew. I was okay. reading those books. Um, okay. My dad wasn't into comic books, um, but uh, I love the Sunday Funnies. That was that was my first real introduction of comics, and yeah, and they're those are fun because more often than not, is a joke at the end. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Comic strips. Um, which is one of the things that really actually, as I, when I started doing um, joke writing for on stage, I realized it's very similar, actually, because mm. it's one to because you got to get those punches in. Yeah. Especially writing a one liner. A comic strip script is basically just a one liner. It is. You're absolutely right. Or, or like it's got a little bit of dialogue, but at the end it ends with a one liner. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's even, if so that, true. even if that punchline is just visually depicted. It's still, mm-hmm. you know. You know who else in this scene does comics? Barbara Holmes. Oh, yeah. she does um she does comics and she sells those and I don't think I've actually ever met her in person. She um I think her and Lewis kinda like everyone else went quiet during the pandemic, mm-hmm. but they recently brought back It's gonna be okay at okay. Eastburn. Oh nice. Yeah. Is the mic still going on again? You there? know the Wednesday night mixed mic is back. I might have to check that out. Yeah. Right now, I'm a little bit on a break for le- probably about a month right now from doing any stand-up because of just trying to catch up a little bit on other for things sure. that are really important. <laughs> it's good to take a break. Um, like credit card companies wanting to get paid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been there. What do you mean I have to pay back this money that I spent, which is actually technically yours? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, good luck with that, man. That's yeah. that's fun. It's it's a it's a yeah. It's gonna be a journey, and I'm paying for it by doing um, DoorDash and Uber Eats right now. Good for you because it's pretty consistent for the most part. It's been a little rough for the last couple weeks, but I think it's because people are like, it's still a little bit summer. We need to go out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I've talked about that. Um. I oh I. This is the thing I always like to ask because I'm talking to primarily comics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, about comics. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what what do you think was like your inspiration when you first like to get into comedy itself? Ooh, wow. Going way back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great question. Uh, growing up, I felt like being f- somewhat funny was the only way I stood out in my very big Mm -hmm. Catholic family. Um, I may, I was like, 
I was I knew I wanted to be one since I was ten. I oh wow. I have I had an older cousin named Anna, great gal. She she's she was thirteen and she gave me a glass of water and I was like, did you poison this? And she said, <laughs> no, I didn't. And I was like, well, if you did, you're not invited to my funeral. <laughs> and. She said, Rochelle, you could be a comedian. I was like, yeah. what's a comedian? And she's like, you get paid to tell jokes. And then ever since then, I like discovered Maria Bamford. You know, mm-hmm. the internet was coming live then. And um, as much as I could, I would watch it as much as I can, could. Um, and so when I turned 21, I decided to give it a shot at the Brick Room, a green room in Eugene, Oregon. Okay. Um I started with Max Brockman. He's still a comic down there. Mm. Seth Milstein, shout out to him. And uh, was an absolute wreck. I got so drunk. I did somersaults <laughs> on stage. But I can see this. I can oh see this. Oh boy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I loved it and I'm gonna do it till I die. I don't know. It's just it's yeah. it's fun and um it gives me purpose. And I think we yeah. all need purpose in life. So I can relate. Yeah. Which is one of the things that's make this probably gonna make this month. It's gonna be a slow month. It's as it is. I've only been able to make it to a couple mics recently, just because of stuff going on like yeah. a week. Which, if you only make it to two mics a week, people just then won't think you're there. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like out of sight, out of mind. That's what I've I've yeah. learned through this all. So it's, yeah, you it, can be working on stuff still, but then yeah, will remember it exactly. Yeah. It's so hard. So the pandemic too. Like it's still yeah. sketch to go out. Like and I like to try to break it up as well. Like I'm only going to two mics a, a night just in case. What if I got COVID at this mic? I need to make yeah. sure that I don't go to other mics and <laughs> fucking spread it. So yeah, it's tough right now. Still, I'm I'm worried about what's happening this fall with. Oh, I know with the cold weather. Yeah, because. Any form of sickness gets worse around that time because yes. we, you know, the immune system's lower. The vitamin D's gone away. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. Which I, I need to start taking vitamin uh, D pills. I think just you to know, like, and me both, man. Someone gave me uh, a vitamin D. Would look like an edible almost. It was like a gummy. Oh no way! It lo- yeah, it was not bad. Um, although I can't imagine that those are cheap. I've never heard of those. Yeah. Uh, my sister has a. a uh, vitamin D light that she sets oh, in front the, of. Oh, the happy light? The happy light. Yeah, I'm mm. going to get one of those. Yeah. Because I, I definitely need that. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I probably should get one too. Because as much as uh, depression is the best thing in the world, you know, it's real kooky. It's real exciting. Mm. You know, it's uh, it makes every day interesting. I can um, only imagine. <laughs> God, I can only imagine. Um, it's not great. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's something I've dealt with since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something I've had a very long time. It's also like um, both my parents, especially my mom, has had really bad depression throughout Mm -hmm. their life. Um, My dad, I don't know if I've ever actually seen him depressed because he's constantly working. He's constantly exerting energy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so – he – I know there was a couple of times where I saw him frustrated and going through stuff, but it was never like quite the same. Right. Um, at least outwardly. You never know what's on the inside all the time, especially with parents. They might not always feel like they want to talk to their kids about that. You no. know? Yeah. My, my, yeah. My dad would never. He's concerned that I go to a therapist. He thinks I'm <laughs> very sad and I have something going on up there. Yeah. Well, no, no like I think were... everybody should go see, talk to someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's hard because if you don't have something like a therapist, 
I've been in this trap before where I just start talking to my friends too much about stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, it's fine in small doses, especially if you're both sharing something. But if it's literally just one-sided, always talking, yeah. it gets... Yeah, that's how it, it was me and my girlfriend. I just kept on bitching to her about my family. And I was like, I can't do this to her anymore. I need to go talk to someone who is uh, unbiased and can <laughs> give it to me straight. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, it makes sense. Um, Mental it, health is important. Take care of it. Take care of it. Yeah. That's that's the message today. Mental mental health and wellness is mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I actually think that's actually the message of it should be the message of anything really. Mm -hmm. Should agreed. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Um. So I think we've kind of read everything I wanted today. Um, oh yeah, man. Is there anything before we end? Any any plugs you want to do? I know you do a couple shows. Oh shoot! Um, yeah. If you happen to be free on a Thursday night, we got a free show at the Cruise Room uh, called Cruise Control Comedy every it's good, Thursday. It's a good one. I've been on there. A yeah, couple Jane's times. been on it a few times. Uh, yeah. It's free. Seven thirty. Come on over. Um, you were talking to me before. Are you? Doing a podcast now, or are you going to be working on one? Or I, I was asking for advice instead of a music studio. I I do music on the side. Oh, that's right. Um, that's but, right. You, you know, I thought about it. I love this. I think it's so yeah. fun. Um, it's a great way to to get to know people too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, me and the girlfriend were thinking about it. She's from England, and so she has a very funny view oh, on nice. things here in America. So I just got to figure out because I don't want it to be very generic and open-ended like shooting shit with the Brit like I wanted yeah. to be more niche somehow I need to just figure out and do you want to plug your music okay. oh absolutely absolutely um, yeah. you can find me on Spotify my my rapping name is Dirty Racket Dirty racket, like shut down that racket, you kids. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a lot of fun. You have some really fun songs. <laughs> Thank you. I think my it's favorite. Ridiculous. I think my favorite still is Kronk on Lacroix. Oh my god, <laughs> that was my very first one. My very first. Thank you. That's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's another way. It's I did a lot during the pandemic because what else could you do? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a great way. So that makes sense that you're asking about this, Steve. Mm -hmm. It's funny because. I know that you do it and I it's one of those things normally I would think about but just like for some reason today it just Dude, I don't. went over my head I have a Yeti mic and then I have one of these things what do you call this a pop filter a pop filter that I put over it and that's all I have and the sound is okay <laughs> like I want to make it better and you know, you see people with a few of these sound things on their yeah. walls instead of the whole room. They, is like, does, do a couple yeah. really make a difference? Like, it does. Okay, it cool. really does. I need to put. I mean, I'm the place I'm at right now. I'm not going to be here much longer. I think I so I have to move soon. But um, next place I do, I think I'll put more like on the because if you notice on the side of you, there's not the things behind mm -hmm. me on the side of me are. Mm -hmm. But I, ran, I actually ran out of. I had to buy more, and I just haven't done it. Did you just get it from Amazon. Yes. Cool. It was like packs of eight for 20 bucks, I think. Oh, it's great. Yeah, not bad. Um, and I think you might be able to get even cheaper, but I just, I went, I based off of like Amazon reviews and stuff. Like, totally. Looked at a few different ones. Does so. it come in different colors? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. The other thing is that I need to do is there's these corner pieces too you can get. So it helps with like the corners and stuff too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking at getting something. Yeah, this is a sweet setup. Um, I've had a goddamn delight of fun today. Yeah, uh, I love comics, man. You got me. You got me into it. 
that was yeah. really fun. Oh, I want to do my plugs as normal. Yeah. I always forget to do that. I've had a couple episodes where I just didn't plug it. Um, so you can find this podcast primarily on Instagram. I mostly use Instagram for things. Um, but you can find this podcast, Obsessive Comic Disorder, on Instagram. It's literally just at Obsessive Comic Disorder. Um, I've got two other pages. i got my comedy page, which is um, Nearly Functional Comedy. And then I also do Nearly Functional Comics, which is the other one. It's literally a comic called Nearly Functional. So That's awesome. It's, uh, it, it took me a while to find the right title. I went through a couple before oh, I really liked it. Um, so once again, thanks for coming on, Rochelle. My guest was Rochelle Cochran. It was a delight. Thank you for having me. As always, I am Gene DeWeber until I dis- unless I decide to change my name one day just for the fuck of it, you know, <laughs> just to really fuck with people. Really, like, get everybody's like, no, um, my name is really, is now uh, Gargonzola. <laughs> Gargonzola Pastry. My last name is Pastry. Um, I, I am now also a private investigator and I solve crimes. Ooh, Detective Gargonzola. <laughs> it's actually, wouldn't it be Detective Dessert? Oh. Or, or Pastry. Detective Pastry. You're sorry. Right. Yeah, Detective it, Pastry. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's less cheesy. Uh, so it just makes me think of uh, Gene Parmesan on uh, the uh, rest of the development. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I actually had a couple people like there was one girl I used to, uh, uh, at this coffee shop I used to go to and we'd talk every once in a while and she was like Gene Parmesan oh my gosh <laughs> there's always one there's always one yeah I feel bad for some people with like certain names and stuff because it gets I always get hygiene uh, parent puns done to me oh, um, like jeans and hygiene I bet you do like that. it's awful I got it's, a lot of cock jokes growing up that makes yeah that, I get that it's it's that's 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 a little bit more of a far reach to think of though when you say you say Cochran. Yeah, like, Rochelle's cock ran away. Uh, <laughs> my cousin's name is Anna. She was always Anna Cock. Just uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Kids are so clever, so clever. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> it's very much like tweens, especially. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they are mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. I don't like talking to them. Yes. Very happy my, to be past that age. I, I love my nephew, but he just turned 13, and he has definitely uh, got an attitude on What him. a monster. I can yeah. only imagine. A tyrant. Yeah. You know, he's absolute. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to conquer every country and tear it down. You know, oh, wow. In the world. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I just assume that every 13-year-old is secretly a megalomaniac. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, this has been Obsessive Comic Disorder. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, have a great day. Awesome.